0: hi guys welcome back to this week's snack size episode it is my turn and uh laura i'm gonna bring it way down from your warm heart fuzzy help you know spotlight on the helpers episode from last week i'm going the complete opposite direction i would expect nothing less to be honest (laughs) bring it down I'm bringing it way down Um, To the extent that I do have a content warning guys This episode does contain material that may be harmful Or traumatizing to some audiences Listener discretion is advised So Laura, today I'm going to tell you about the Tucker Telephone Have you ever heard of this? No No, I haven't either I haven't either I literally just Google searched weird historical stories And mm-hmm. this popped up And I'm like, okay, what's this? And then I was sorry I read about it. And then I'm like, well, I have to make everybody else sorry to hear it, too. Uh, Particularly you. So this is the Tucker Telephone. And my sources are allthatsinteresting.com and (laughs) usprisonculture.com. That's a good start. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, keep going. I love this. Right? Let's do this. Yeah, I never heard of this. It's so crazy. Okay. So in August 1966, Governor Orville Fabus or Fabus... FAUBUS, ordered the Criminal Investigation Division, or CID, of the state police to investigate Tucker Prison Farm in Arkansas. Now this investigation was a long time coming because prisoners at Tucker and also at the other state prison farm in, in Cummins, Arkansas, had for years tried to have their complaints heard to no avail. The CID returned a report detailing a pattern of entrenched corruption, brutality, and torture. The governor ultimately tried to have the report suppressed and it was eventually released in 1967 after a new governor named Winthrop Rockefeller took office so excuse me in Arkansas the whipping of prisoners was permitted by law and as late as the early 1970s was still being practiced There were a number of tools used to inflict corporal punishment on prisoners, including the strap, which was more than five feet long, five inches wide, three-eighths of an inch thick, with an 18-inch wooden handle. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. But one of the most infamous and cruel instruments of torture used at the prison, however, was a device called the Tucker Telephone. So the Tucker telephone was a sadistic method of punishment frequently used on prisoners at the state prison, which is now the Tucker unit of the Arkansas Department of Corrections. The torture device was the brainchild of prison physician Dr. A.E. Rollins and prison superintendent Jim Bruton. So on its face, the device looks like an old crank telephone. But with the addition of an electric generator and two dry cell batteries, it became one of the most notorious torture machines in the history of U.S. incarceration. And a lot of other prisons were using it, which we have covered so many prisons on this show, that when I read this, I was like, how did we not hear about this thing in any of these other prisons that we've covered? (laughs) Because we've talked about all kinds of... Stuff that they used to do, all kinds of devices they used to use. The Kicking Jenny and all kinds of stuff. Yes. And uh, that we've never, ever come across this. So... I'm fascinated. Tell me. It's... Yeah. So hooked up to a source of immense electric power, the Tucker telephone functioned as an electric shock device attached to the private parts of victims. Inmates sent to the, quote, hospital room were strapped down to a table with two wires applied to their skin. The ground wire was wrapped around their big toe, while the hot wire, which the electricity ran through, was strapped to the inmates' genitals. Once the doctors turned the crank on the Tucker telephone, their victims were brutally shocked by torrents of electricity. Sometimes these torture sessions dragged on for long periods known as long-distance calls. Oh, that's fucked up. (laughs) I know, that's so fucked up. (laughs) Sorry. The sheer barbarism of this punishment method was described in Tom Merton's shocking 1970 book, Accomplices to the Crime, the Arkansas Prison Scandal. He writes, quote, In long-distance calls, several charges were inflicted of a duration designed to stop just short of the inmate's fainting. Sometimes the telephone operator's skill was so defective and the sustained current not only caused the inmate to lose consciousness, but resulted in irreparable damage to his testicles. Wow. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> I can imagine getting shocked in the nuts is not like... I mean, dear God in like heaven. Gonna... <laughs> it's not going to do something good for you. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So tragically, of course, many of the prisoners not only ended up with permanent organ damage, but also suffered from mental illness following the torture. But the Tucker Telephone wasn't an isolated incident. A, news re- we- blah, blah, blah. A Newsweek report... <laughs> From 1967, revealed that prisoners were routinely beaten with paddles, had needles stuck under their fingernails. That's that's rough. I forgot. I wrote this like a month ago. I forgot. I forgot about that. I was like, (laughs) oh, Jesus Christ. It's all bad. Um, They were tortured with pliers and punished using an electric chair. Punished. Not like, hey, guess what? You're sentenced to death. By the electric chair. No, no, we're just going to put you in it and then, like, you know, shock you a little bit. Um, the brutality of the prison became so famous that the Tucker telephone eventually found itself depicted in the 1980 film Baker. Have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of Mm-mm. that. Yeah. So, unfortunately, even after the torture device was no longer deployed against inmates, the Tucker telephone was repurposed by the Chicago Violent Crime Unit under Lieutenant John Burge to torture suspects in the 1980s. American interrogators abroad have also reportedly used the device to torture their captives. That I could see. Yeah. So. But the Chicago PD in the 80s? Mm hmm. Violent crime unit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're probably getting people to confess. Yeah. So then it was sort of like kind of phased out after that. But, um, as far as what happened to the former superintendent, Jim Bruton, um, who was, came up with this fucking device with that Mm -hmm. doctor. Um, he, after he resigned from his position, when the CID report was released, this um, is a short summary of that time from Time magazine in 1970. Quote okay. At the Arkansas Tucker prison farm, the Tucker telephone was a fearsome means of communicating the superintendent's displeasure. It consisted of an old fashioned crank phone apparatus that was wired to the genitals and big toes of recalcitrant prison- prisoners. Sure, I can say recalcitrant, but prisoners trips me up. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When the crank was spun, the recipient of the message was shocked nearly unconscious. James Bruton, the superintendent who designed and used that device, resigned in 1966 when state officials began a series of investigations of brutality in the Arkansas prisons. Last week, Bruton pleaded no contest to charges that he violated prisoner's civil rights by administering cruel and unusual punishment. The penalty he received was considerably more compassionate than many he himself had dealt out. The maximum permissible sentence that could be imposed on Bruton under the Federal Civil Rights Act of 1871 was a $1,000 fine and one year in prison shut up yep that's it huh that's it um federal judge j smith henley imposed the full penalty complained that it was too light and then made it even lighter he suspended execution of the prison term and released Bruton on a year's probation. His explanation: quote, the court does not the court doesn't want to give you a death sentence, and quite frankly, Mister Bruton, the chances of your surviving that year would not be good. One or more of these persons or their friends, with whom you have dealt in the past as inmates of the Arkansas Penitentiary, would kill you. And that's uh huh right. And that is the story of the Tucker telephone. I, oh, that's a good one. Thank I, you. I am. Yeah, I was surprised that we had never heard of it. I've never. I don't know that we're the better. I don't. It, but we have yeah. heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Um I've never ever heard of it, and like I said, and we have covered so many prisons and jails and penitentiaries that I'm just blown away that we have never, never ever heard of this um, device, which is a good thing because it obviously wasn't widely used. Right. But, um, the fact that then other prisons, like, you know, the Chicago violent crime Mm -hmm. unit were taking it and, and, you know, um, American police abroad were using it on their, um, captives. Like you said, that's not really surprising, but, um, just the awful just so awful and then the superintendent just being like well you know what they'd kill you so we're not going to give yeah, you yeah the judge yeah. The yeah we're not going to we're not going to put you in there is just absolutely insane so yeah. um given it just how brutal and violent and gross this particular torture device was right and i wonder how many people actually died from the use of it and maybe you know you just don't know yeah How much they covered that up. Right. How much they covered Mm -hmm. that up because the report found corruption Mm -hmm. as well. So, you know. Um, just interesting story. Horrific. I mean, terrible, but right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that is your uh Monday morning uh little snack size episode, guys. Granted, by the time we put this out, it's Monday afternoon. Sorry, I was gone on weekend and it was just kind of a clusterfuck. So we will get back Mm -hmm. on track. Um, Thank you so much for hanging out and waiting for this one and uh we hope you maybe don't enjoy it but we you find it interesting this this week's episode Laura is um up for next week's little uh snack size weird history story and um I'm looking forward to that because I don't know Laura uh, is yours anywhere near as horrific as this one uh, no, but it's that's not awesome. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, no, but it's not awesome. Um, okay. All right. I think that might be new podcast merch, too. I mean, nobody's getting shocked in the dick, but... I mean, thank God. <laughs> it's also not the best. Thank God. Gonna... <laughs> All right. Well, um, I I have nothing to... to witty to close this on so i'm just gonna say thank you so much guys and as always stay safe out there because you never know who or what is listening listening bye